This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are starting a series called The Seeking Heart, Considering the Life of the Ethiopian Eunuch. Our topic for today is The Ethiopian Eunuch. Who is he? Today, Deborah will be showing us who the Ethiopian Eunuch is. The Ethiopian Eunuch was a man who wanted to know God more. He was a man who was in a high position, yet he did not know God. Sisters, what about you? Even though you may go to church, do you really know God? Is he really your hold? Is he really your strength? Deborah Shnibi will not take us further on this matter. So Father, thank you once again. Thank you that we can come to you even during this series. As we start this new series, I am praying that your spirit will ignite our hearts, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to thank God for giving us the privilege again to catch up on Women in Revival. This time, we are again considering a character in the Bible. I love studying Bible characters. I love looking at individuals groups of people in the bible to consider for my own life i've often find it very useful when i look at life issues looking at a particular biblical character it helps my life so much so in this series again we are considering even the life of the utopia eunuch so our title this series is the second heart considering the life of the utopia eunuch and do remember that you can always go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk if you miss any any episode or if you want to catch up with our previous series so we are considering the second heart and remember you can contact us as you get on our website go on our contact us page and do let us know whatsoever your request is and you can also get us via whatsapp and number everything is on our website so i am praying that you will find this particular series a blessing the seeking heart considering the life of the Ethiopia eunuch will be settling in the book of acts between verse 26 and verse 39 i don't know how the lord will lead us if the Lord lead us to go beyond Acts 8, 26 to 39, we will digress into other scriptural verses. But if all the Lord permits us is to settle just in this Acts 8, so be it. It is my prayer that you will find something for your heart. So today, let us consider the Ethiopia eunuch. Who is he? So let us go to the book of Acts, chapter 8. And this time we read verse 26 and 27. If you are in a position to open your Bible, please do grab your Bible. Open the same. I will be reading from the King James Version. But feel free to read from any other translation that you have. So we want to look at who is the Ethiopia eunuch? Who is this man? Acts 8, 26 to 27 reads. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went. And behold, 
a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority, under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Amen. Even though I've read both verse 26 and 27, we shall be settling just on verse 27 by God's grace. So we are looking at who is this man that we are looking at in this series, the Ethiopia eunuch. Who is he? So let us see what we can take from his life very briefly. Now, we are told that there was a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. Now, that's from the King James Version. So the Ethiopia eunuch was an Ethiopian. He was an Ethiopian man, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandek, which means queen of the Ethiopians. That's how the NIV UK puts it. So the Ethiopian eunuch was an Ethiopian. He was an African man. If I want to bring it down to our time, he was an African. He was an Ethiopian and he was a man in government, so to say. He was an important official. If I want to look at him in view of our country, United Kingdom, for example, I would say he's the Chancellor of the Exchequer. So we would have said he was the second in command. So the Ethiopia eunuch, first we are saying, was a very important man. So that when we begin to look at his life in this series, you will know that we are not just looking at the life of a common man, of an ordinary man. This was a man of influence and this was a man of affluence. The Ethiopia eunuch first was a man of great authority during the reign of Candace, the queen of Ethiopia. The Ethiopia eunuch was an African man. He was a man in government under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. He was a rich man. As we can see, we are told that he was riding in a chariot. And you don't just ride in a chariot if not that you were quite a wealthy man, a wealthy someone, isn't it, in those days? So, the Ethiopia eunuch was a rich man, he was a wealthy man, he was a man in government, he was an important man. If I read it from the Passion Translation, I'm just going to read the verse 27. The Bible says, he left immediately on his assignment, now talking about Philip. Now along the way, he encountered an Ethiopian who believed in the God of the Jews who was the minister of finance for Candace, queen of Ethiopia. Amen. So, the Ethiopian eunuch was a man that believed in God, in the God of the Jews. He wasn't a Jew Jew. He was an Ethiopian. He was an African. And we are told that he was the minister of finance for Candace, the queen of Ethiopia. So, he was working for the queen of Ethiopia. So it's like the chancellor of the exchequer. So he was a great man of importance. Yet 
this man, as we will see throughout this series, that he was a rich man, he was a man of influence, he was a man of affluence, yet he was a man with a seeking heart. He was a man who was rich, yet he was seeking for a greater riches. He was seeking to know God. When we come back next time, we will come and explore further even the life of this man. And I am praying that whatsoever your background is, whatsoever your ethnicity is, whatsoever cultural background you have, may this not hinder you. Whatsoever your position is in the community, in your nation, may it not stop you from seeking for the King of the whole universe. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are continuing a series called The Seeking Heart, Considering the Ethiopian Eunuch. Our topic for today is A Gentile, Wealthy, Yet Seeking Heart. Today, Deborah will be showing us that the Ethiopian Eunuch was a wealthy man. He was a Gentile, in fact. He was not a Jew. He did not have any right to claim God's promises. But he was wealthy, you would expect him to be happy, yet he had a seeking heart. He was seeking for something more than he had. Sisters, what about you? Are you content with your life circumstances? Are you content with what you are in? Or are you looking for more? Are you looking for God? Go to him. Seek for him. Have a seeking heart. Deborah Shnabi, and I'll take us further on this subject. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this series that you started with us yesterday. We come before you, Lord, and we look to you that you will indeed shape our hearts as we look at the life of this utopian eunuch. We are only considering a minute aspect of the life of this man, but I am praying that you will expand it, Lord, in the hearts of every listener. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you once again for still taking the time to continue with us on Women in Revival. Remember, you can go back to our website, www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and you can visit our contact us page if there's any need to contact us. And if you need to go back to listen to any episode you've missed, do feel free to do so. So we started this series, The Seeking Heart, considering the life of the Utopia eunuch. And I am praying that as we continue in this series, you will find it useful for your life, for your soul, for your life journey. Last time we saw who this Utopia eunuch was. He was a rich man. He was a man in government. He was a man in of influence. He was a man of affluence. Yet he was a man that was seeking. He was a man that was seeking God. So today we are going to go from the point where we stopped yesterday. And that is going to propel us into what to look at today. So today let us consider a Gentile, wealthy, with a seeking heart. The Ethiopia eunuch, Gentile, 
wealthy yet with a second heart so let us go again to the book of acts chapter 8 verses 27 to 28 so if you are in a position to grab your bible do grab your bible and let us read together i will be reading first from the king james version and if there's any need to divert to any other translation i will let you know so acts chapter 8 verses 27 and 28 says and he arose and went and behold a man or maybe i should actually take it from verse 26 yes and the angel of the lord spake unto philip saying arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from jerusalem unto gaza which is desert and he arose and went and behold a man of ethiopia and eunuch of great authority under candace queen of the ethiopians who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to jerusalem for to worship 28 was returning and sitting in his chariot read isaiah the prophet this is the word of the lord and i am praying the lord cause it to mix with faith in our hearts so we are looking at the utopia eunuch a gentile a wealthy man yet a man with a second heart yesterday on this series we saw who this man was that he was a kind of the chancellor of the exchequer for those of us in the united kingdom he was the minister of finance of his nation he was working under the government of candace the queen of utopia he was working under her royal majesty candace queen of utopia so let us look at the life of this man we saw yesterday that he was a gentile he wasn't a jew he was an african man he came from utopia and we saw that he was a rich man imagine what it means to be the exchequer of candace of the queen of candace imagine what it means to be the minister of finance so he was a man who had his hand on the wealth of his nation he was wealthy he had all he need when when you are talking about money yet this man was not satisfied with money he knew that riches have wings he knew that he cannot put his hope upon his riches he knew that his wealth cannot be the source of his happiness he knew there is something beyond money you know we live in a time when indeed the scripture in timothy seems to be fulfilled in the midst of many believers that the love of money is the root of all evil and we are seeing this utopia eunuch did not live for the love of money he has money but money wasn't controlling him so he took himself and he sought the lord he was a gentile he was a rich man he was a wealthy man yet he was a man with seeking heart his heart was seeking god his heart was searching for god so in verse 26 we are seeing that god saw his heart god sees beyond our outside god saw that even though this man was rich even though he was wealthy yet there was a quest 
in the heart of the utopia eunuch. So God had to go all the way and called on Philip, his own servant. He sent his angel to Philip and said, Go down now toward the south unto the way that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This man was in a desert. He has traveled all the way from Ethiopia to Jerusalem seeking God. Imagine what it would take this man. How many days or how many weeks it would have taken him to travel all the way from Africa down to Jerusalem. You know, just like the Queen of Sheba. So he traveled not caring whatsoever it would cost him. He was seeking for the living God. He was seeking for the only God. He was seeking for he who satisfies all quests. And having come, he was now on his way back. And God, who saw his seeking heart, raised up for him his own servant and said, Go all the way and meet this man called the Ethiopian eunuch. The Bible did not tell us what his name is. We can only identify with him as an Ethiopian eunuch. That's all we can say about him. I guess his name is kept silent so that as many of us who are rich in this world can fit ourselves into the lives of this man, can fit ourselves into his attitude in seeking God. I guess his name was not put there so that you, so that me also can put myself in this place. So we have nothing, we don't have much about the life of this man, yet the little that we have that is written concerning his heart shows us that riches never satisfy. Riches never quench our taste. There is something that money can't buy. I've often heard people say money answer it. And even the scripture that people quote in Ecclesiastes is usually taken out of its context. Money never answers all. As we see now in the story of this Ethiopian eunuch, he was rich, he was influential, he was a man of affluence, yet he was a man that was seeking something beyond this wealth, beyond his honor, beyond the privilege that he had as the chancellor of the exchequer. And I am praying that the Lord himself will give you such heart that it won't matter whatsoever position you have in life, no matter how rich you are, the Lord will give you a seeking heart. So in verse 28, now we are told that this Ethiopian eunuch was returning. No, he's traveled all the way to Jerusalem. He was returning back from Jerusalem, going back to Ethiopia. How many days it was going to take this man, we don't know yet. So on his way back, he was sitting in his chariot and he was reading the book of the prophet Isaiah. He was a man that wasn't only seeking God in coming to the temple to worship. He was a man who was seeking God on a personal level. He was a man, though rich, he opened the Bible and looked at the scriptures. Can that be a testimony of God about your life? This word riches has kept many of us away from God. 
some of us are losing our sleep because of this word's riches. Here is a man. He was rich, yet his riches did not overcome his life. He put his priority even where his priority should be. He sought for God despite his wealth. He sought for God despite his position. He sought for God despite his influence. He sought for God despite his race, his nationality, his background, his culture. He sought to want to know the king of the universe. And I am praying that the Lord will spoil your heart also towards him. That indeed as the day pan for the water brooks, so shall your heart seek God and not your riches. Amen. This is Women Revival Podcast. Today, we are continuing a series called A Seeking Heart, Considering the Life of the Ethiopian Yuna. Our topic for today is God honors the quest of a seeking heart. Today, Deborah will be showing us how God indeed honors the quest of anyone and everyone who is seeking for him truly. The Ethiopian eunuch was seeking for God. He was seeking for something more than he had. He may not have known who he was actually seeking for, but he was indeed seeking for something more. Sisters, what about you? Are you seeking for Christ? Are you seeking to know him more, to love him? Sisters, think on these things. Deborah shouldn't be more not to on this subject. Thank you, Father God, once again for the privilege to continue this series. Thank you for opening to us the life of this nobleman called the Ethiopia eunuch. We are praying, Lord, that you will engrave deeper your word in our hearts. You will make us to be like this man with a seeking heart, not for riches, not for gold, but much more for you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you back again to Women in Revival. Do remember, you can go back on our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk. Our contact us page is there, and you can always contact us. And do feel free to share this particular series with as many people as you know. We have been looking at the life of a noble man of a rich man, of a wealthy man, of a man of influence and affluence, yet a man who was seeking God, an Ethiopia eunuch. And we've looked at who was this Ethiopia eunuch, and last time we saw that he was wealthy, he was noble, he was a Gentile, yet he was a man with a seeking heart. You know, an eunuch is a man who has been castrated for the purpose of trusted servitude in a royal household. An eunuch is somebody who has been made impotent so that he can serve faithfully in a palace, 
to serve the king. You know, we have them like in the time of Esther, there was Hagar the eunuch and many other eunuch would have been in the palace of Ahasuerus. So the Ethiopia eunuch was a man who would have been castrated. He would have not been able to have intimacy with a woman. He must have probably be a man who had no child of his own. He was wealthy. He was influential. Yet, there is something much more about the life of this man that captured my heart. He was a man that was seeking God. He was a man who had given up himself unto God. So today, let us look at God honors the quest of a seeking heart. Whenever God finds a heart that is sincerely and genuinely seeking for him, God honors such heart. God is never a respecter of persons, whether rich or poor, whether small or big. The moment God searches deep within your heart and finds an element of seeking for him in your heart, he will surely come. So God honors the quest of this Ethiopian eunuch. And you know, this kind of also reminds me of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. A religious man, yet a man without Christ yet a man that was seeking and God had to arrange Peter to come and witness to this man. Throughout the history of the Bible and even our time, God honors the quest of those who are seeking him. So let us go back to our Acts chapter 8 and we are reading verse 29 to verse 31. So again, I will read from the King James Version. And if we need to go back to other translations, we will do so. Acts chapter 8, verses 29 to 31. And I read it. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? 31. And he said, how can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Amen. So this man, God honored the quest of his heart. Remember in verse 26, God had to send his angel to Philip in Samaria to travel all the way down to the desert to meet this man. To reach out to this man who had traveled miles all the way from Ethiopia down to Jerusalem. Yet his quest was not met. He had been to the temple. Yet his desire was not met. And sometimes this looks like the situation of many of us in our churches. We may have been to church. Yet there is a deep quest in our hearts which is yet not met. So such was the story of this Utopia eunuch. A man who had let go of everything. A man with no wife, no children. He was castrated. He could not have intimacy with a woman, not to talk of having a child. So you see, he was rich. He had everything. He could buy children, if that is the case. You know, yet we are seeing this man seeking for a supreme being. He was seeking for the God of the universe. And that took him all the way from Ethiopia down to Jerusalem. Even though he was not a Jew, yet 
is felt the need to seek the God of the Jews. So he traveled down. And when God saw that quest in his heart, God never said, well, you are an African man. I'm not going to reach out to you. No. God prepared for himself. Philip, who hath traveled down to go all the way and meet the need of this utopia eunuch. So, in verse 29, we see that the Bible says the Spirit spoke unto Philip. And I am seeing that when God needs to help a life, he knows whom to speak to. He knows whom to direct. So, the Spirit of God spoke to Philip and said, Go near and join yourself to this chariot, that is, to the chariot of the Ethiopia eunuch. And Philip ran, he ran, he ran and ran to catch up with this Ethiopia eunuch. And as Philip moved closer, he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. So that means he wasn't just reading within himself, he was reading out loud. Probably he has read it and he was reading it out loud to hear it again, to see what does this mean. I don't know whether you find yourself in that situation when you are studying and you've read and read. Sometimes I just have to play it to hear that verse again. So this man was reading the book of Isaiah out loud. And actually he was reading the book of Isaiah chapter 53. So Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? Have you any understanding? Then he responded. No, I don't. God knew that he was seeking. God knew that he had been to the temple, yet his quest was not met. God knew he was reading the Bible, yet he lacked understanding. And God prepared Philip to help the understanding of this utopia eunuch. So the utopia eunuch responded in verse 31. How can I accept some man should guide me? Wow. I'm seeing a man of humility. A man who had humbled himself. A man who saw his wretchedness. A man who saw his inability. That though I am rich, I am willing to be vulnerable in your hands for you to teach me. You know, I've heard story of even very rich people who in their adult years not educated and they have to get into adult education sometimes employing a teacher who comes over to teach them so that means they subject themselves to the teaching of that particular person and we are seeing this utopia eunuch rich influential a nobleman yet a man of great humility a man who was willing to make his vulnerability known he wasn't claiming what he did not have. He said, no, how can I understand? I am a man who lacked understanding. I am rich. I am influential. I am a man of great affluence. I am a noble man. I am from Ethiopia, yet I lack understanding of these teachings. I lack understanding of what this verse is saying. So he was open to make is need known and i am seeing that the moment god find me find you as women who are humble women who are willing to learn 
women who are willing to say, I actually don't understand that. Can you help me? I am seeing that God himself is more than willing to help such a life. In my little relationship with women, sometimes I just approach them and say, can we meet up to study the word? And some of them say, yes, please, this is what I've been looking for. And such relationship blossomed. It's been a wonderful thing. Now I have sisters across the globe whom we are doing life together around God's word. And many of these women are actually quite, quite older than myself in age. But the humility of their heart, some of them, when you are talking of wealth, they are quite, quite wealthier than I. I am actually quite, quite poor. Yet, they let go of their riches. They let go of their academic status. They let go of their background. And they say, yes, please, I want to learn. And when God begins to find such women who are willing to humble themselves in his hands to say, my age is not necessarily the matter. I don't understand. Please bring me understanding. You know, I have a dear sister. Last year, we were both on our way to a retreat and we were talking and she was saying, Debbie, oh, thank you for bringing me into this. And we we're just chatting. And she was saying, do you know how many in the church that lack understanding of what God has brought us into? Which is so true. There are many in the church, but we lack understanding of the basic principles of the Christian faith. I am praying that you will have a heart of humility. Some of you, you are running from conferences to conferences, from online meetings to online meetings, from one country to another, running after, you know, well-known speakers, well-known whatsoever, yet you haven't grown. Could God be calling you to seek for someone who may disciple you? Who may follow you up? Who may help you to understand the basic tenets of our faith? And I am praying that as this utopia eunuch humbled himself in the hands of Philip and in the sight of God, may the Lord help you to humble yourself also, to be willing to make your lack of understanding open so that you can be helped. God is willing and more than willing and he has many, many, many Philips today that is willing to post to people to help them to understand the principles of God's word. And I am praying that may you not miss out on the help that God wants to offer you in order for you to understand the deep things of God. Amen. This is the Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are continuing a series called A Seeking Heart, Considering the Life of the Ethiopian Eunuch. Our topic for today is The Ethiopian Eunuch, Humble Enough to Learn. Sisters, are you humble? Are you humble enough to learn from your elders? Are you humble enough to learn from even those younger than yourself? The Ethiopian Eunuch was humble. 
He was humble to learn. He was a high man in a high position. He was wealthy, yet he learned from Philip. Sisters, do you learn? Are you willing to learn from your pastors, from your husband, even sometimes from your own children? Sisters, think on these things. Diversion of your Nazi Kaspara on this subject. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the riches that is locked up in your world. Thank you for the life of this utopia eunuch that we are only considering in a very, very minute way. Thank you for the little you've impacted our hearts with. Thank you for those of us who are rich in this world. As you bring us to the place of being rich towards heaven, help our hearts, O Lord. Thank you, Lord, as we continue this series again. Engage all listeners, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to welcome you back to this particular series of Women in Revival podcast. We are still on the series, The Second Heart, considering the life of the Utopia eunuch. Last time we saw that God always honored the quest of a seeking heart. If only God finds your heart as a seeking one, he is more than willing to honor even your quest. So today we are going to move on, but remember you can go back to our website to listen to this. Gather a group of women together, you know, pull out the series or any series on our website and gather your friends. Say, so let's go through this together. So let us go through this together and let us listen. And as you do so, if you have any need to contact us, do feel free to contact us. Amen. Again, on this particular series, I want us today to look at the Ethiopia eunuch, humble enough to learn. We saw him last time that God honored even the quest of his heart. Why? Because he was a man of humility. So the Ethiopia eunuch, rich wealthy influential noble a man of affluence a man in government yet a man with a seeking heart and not only was he seeking he was a man with a heart of humility and let me define what dictionary says humble is it says humble is having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's importance and that is what we are going to see from the life of this man. A man who looked at himself and said, look, even though you think I'm rich yet, I am a man from an unprivileged background. For any man who do not know the Lord is a man that lacked privilege. So let us go now again to the book of Acts chapter 8. And we are going to consider from verse 30 probably to 34 and it reads and philip ran thither for him and heard him read the prophet isaiah and said understandest thou what thou readest so here is philip now who ran to meet up with this man and then he saw him reading from the book of isaiah then philip asked him did you understand what you are reading now this was a rich man this was a man of influence. This was an educated man. 
How could you be asking an educated man, do you understand? Yet it was a reasonable question to ask because the things of God is not understood with man's logic. So the man said in verse 31, and he said, how can I? Let me read it from the NIV UK. It says, how can I? He said, unless someone explains it to me. Wow. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. So what are we seeing here? This Ethiopia eunuch, even though he was rich, yet see his estimate of himself. When he was asked, do you understand? He says, how can I? As if saying, how could you expect me to understand? You would have thought rich people understand everything. He said, no, I don't understand. Don't expect me to understand. Said, how can I? As if he was saying, I don't have what it takes to understand what I'm reading. Even though I am seeking, even though I am searching, even though I've got a Bible in my hands, the honest truth is that I lack understanding. And again, this is the state of many of us women in the church. We lack understanding. Understanding of what God says concerning us, understanding of our making, understanding of our frame, understanding of what God did in Christ Jesus for us. We lack these things. So the utopia eunuch was open. He was sincere. He did not have a big estimate of himself, even though he could have done that. Yet he said, how can I? Philip, how are you expecting me to understand? No, the mysteries of the kingdom is not given to pigs, he was saying. The deep things of God is not just picked on the surface. It takes someone who dig deeper to discover. So he said, how can I accept someone explains it to me? So what happened? He invited Philip to come up and sit with him. So he was willing to release himself into discipleship. He was willing to be discipled by Philip for that short moment. He was willing to learn from Philip. He was willing to let go of his academic status, of his financial status, of his governmental status, and learn at the feet of Philip. That is humility for me. And like I was saying in the series yesterday, that I thank God for the lives of the women the Lord has brought my way. Women who are old enough, honestly, to be my mom. Women who are well educated than I do. Women who are wealthier than I do. Women who have all it takes. Yet, it humbles my own heart to see these women willing to say, Debbie, I am happy for you to teach me. It, it humbles my heart to see women open the door of my house and say, yes, I have come to learn. It humbles my heart. And when God sees such a heart, God lavishes his resources upon them. So this Ethiopia eunuch was a man of affluence and influence. He was a noble man, yet he was a man who saw himself as underprivileged. I don't know, how can I? How can I understand these things? I don't know. 
there is a quest in my heart to know but unfortunately i don't know and we see in verse 31 that he did not stop there he went ahead and then invite philip to come up and to sit with him wow that is great humility and i am praying that the lord will open our hearts to receive god the way god is now in verse 32 the bible says the place of the scripture which he read was this he was led as a sheep to the slaughter and like a lamb dumb before his shearer so open not his mouth now this is the book of isaiah chapter 53 verse 7 so now verse 33 says in his humiliation his judgment was taken away and who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth verse 34 and the eunuch answered philip and said i pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this of himself or of some other man wow i love this man i love this eunuch so we are seeing that not only did he say to philip that how can i understand but as we saw the passage that they were reading from isaiah chapter 53 from verse 7 we are seeing that this man was willing again to humble himself further so as he read in verse 33 we are told that in his humiliation his judgment was taken away now here talking about the lord jesus so in verse 34 the eunuch then answered philip perhaps maybe when philip got on board with him philip said sir let me read the scroll for you you just listen and philip took up the scroll and began to read the book of isaiah and as they got to verse 33 this man interrupted and said philip who is this speaking of and if you see how the man acts he asked again in humility he said i pray thee that is i'm begging you please i'm pleading with you so he was a man with humility he was humble whoever he was you are the one who calls him the chancellor of exchequer you are the one who calls him the minister of finance as far as he is concerned he saw himself as nobody he said please help me don't relate with me based on my influence or affluence help me i am a needy soul so he said to philip who is this person speaking of is the prophet speaking of himself or of someone else i wish this is the state of many of us in the church i wish we can boldly come out and say i was reading a scripture yesterday or earlier today but i didn't fully understand can you explain this to me can we meet up maybe during my lunch i will give you a call let's discuss this let's see do you understand it i don't fully understand what he's saying so we have many in the church who are pretenders we pretend to know but we don't really know and such things deprive us of growing well in christ jesus but for this utopia eunuch he was actually eager to open himself up and say look who is he speaking about is he speaking of himself is he speaking of someone so when god begins to find a life a heart that is willing 
to strip himself of his position, of his ability, of his vulnerability, or of her ability, of whatsoever she is, she was and she was to be, to say, I am nobody. Can my life be helped? As God finds such a life, oh, what a joy. What great fruitfulness comes out of such life. When one begins to find women who are willing to listen, the goal of discipleship, the goal of relating with those that I connect with, is not to keep them coming or keep them doing. It is to connect them with their bridegroom, Jesus. So for me, it's a great privilege when I begin to see the ladies that we are working hand in hand with coming back and saying, I sat having my quiet time. And this is what the Lord began to do in my heart. Oh, how it gladdens my heart. Do you think this utopia eunuch, having asked, having heard, having seen, do you think he will go back home and neglect this Isaiah 53? I don't think so. He was such a humble man who asked questions while he was with Philip. And I know he would have taken his time again to go through the things that Philip shared with him. Are you like this? Are you humble enough to learn? Are you humble enough to ask your question? Or do you feel intimidated? Do you feel people will think you don't know if I ask? Don't be like that. The Christian race is an individual race. Don't run another person's race. Be free to ask your question. Don't look silly. Don't look foolish. And if you look so, you don't worry. After all, if you get what you are seeking for, that matters. So it is my prayer that you will make yourself open. You will make yourself humble. The Bible spoke of our Lord Jesus. In Philippians 2, that even though he was God, he did not count it as robbery to be equal to God. He humbled himself. He became man, yet he was God. And when a life do that, God honors such a life. If you also are willing to humble yourself to learn, sometimes I've got people who say, oh, I want to join Bible study. Can I? Would there be a class for me? And sometimes you make room for them, but they are not serious. They find reasons, they find excuses. Some may take offense because of another person and miss divine privilege of God shaping, of God helping their lives. And I am praying that you, my listener, will humble yourself in the hands of God and the hands of human hands that the Lord brings your way. Maybe you find someone who is going through a particular Bible study that invites you and say, come, let's do this together. Will you not make room for that so that your life be helped, so that you also can be of help to the lives of others. Amen. This is Women in Revel podcast. Today, we are finishing a series called A Seeking Heart, Considering the Life of the Ethiopian Eunuch. Our topic for today is 
his quest was met. Today, Deborah will show us how the Ethiopian eunuch, after all his humility, after all he had tried to do to get to that particular place where he was, after seeking to know God more, his quest was finally met. Sisters, are you seeking? Do you have a seeking heart? Maybe you are already seeking, maybe you are starting to give up, thinking I will never find what I'm looking for. Sisters, go to God. Continue having that seeking heart. Know that in the end, your quest for God will be met. Deborah Shlippi or Nazikaswala on this subject. Our dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this series that have helped us for the hearts of women that you have humbled, that you have opened up, for lives that you have helped. Lord, thank you. As we bring this series to a close today, I am praying that you will seal it up in the heart of every listener. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the many Ethiopia eunuch who is going to take back this series to their homes, to their daughters, to their friends, and to the many female gender in their carcass. Lord, I thank you. Raise for yourself, Lord, Ethiopia eunuchs who will take the gospel back to their various platforms of operation. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. I really want to thank you for taking the time to go through this particular series with us. Honestly, my heart is very encouraged and particularly as I am looking at the Ethiopia eunuchs in my life, the many sisters, the many ladies that we fellowship together around God's word. You know, as I was praying, the life of one of such dear sisters came to my heart. It's a privilege when you are in your home and people walked in and said, please, can you disciple me? And you look at yourself that, who am I, Lord, that you are mindful of me? You know, as I'm doing this series, could I say I am dedicating this series to such sisters who have humbled their hearts in the hands of God, who are seeing the need to be humbled, to be discipled, who see the need to humble themselves, to yield themselves in discipleship. Some travel mice and come down say, please, let's do this together. Sometimes some travel for Bible study. You know, it's amazing and it's rewarding when God finds such women whose hearts are hungry, whose hearts are seeking, whose hearts are willing to learn regardless of whoever the teacher is. So on this series today, may I just challenge you to go back to this series again, go through the same, send it out, tweet it, send it on your Facebook, WhatsApp it, send it out to those in your life. And as you do so, maybe you'll be Christ evangelist to those within your circle. Today on the seeking heart, considering the life of the Utopia eunuch, we have come to the end of this series i want us to look at his quest was met the quest of this utopia eunuch was met so again we are going to read acts chapter 8 and verse 35 to 39 i want to read this from the king james version again then philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him jesus let me stop there 
we saw how this man traveled the Utopia eunuch traveled all the way from Utopia in Africa and traveled down to Jerusalem with a quest a desire to know God he went to the temple probably yet he did not meet the God of the temple many acts may have been carried out yet his heart need was not met so God having sent him help so we see the Bible says Philip who was God's help to this Ethiopia eunuch opened his mouth and from the same scripture that this man was reading Philip began at that same scripture and preached unto him Jesus so that means what this man was seeking for was actually not religion he wasn't seeking for temple activities he was seeking a person there was a quest in his heart for a person he was seeking Jesus so you remember last time we saw that while they were reading in verse 33 34 you know the Ethiopia eunuch asked Philip that who is the prophet speaking about is he speaking of himself or of someone else so that tells me that the Ethiopia eunuch was seeking a person he was seeking Jesus and his desire was met God granted him the desire of his heart for Philip preached to him from that same scripture he preached unto him Jesus him we preach Christ and him crucified I see that it is not enough to be in church it's not enough to be so busy with activities Christ we must discover in our Christian journey so now in verse 26 the Bible says as they went on their way they came to a certain water and the eunuch said see here is water what doth hinder me to be baptized wow so that tells me that philip in preaching christ to this man also taught him about water baptism he taught him the significance of water baptism he probably taught him of the death of jesus of the burial of jesus of the resurrection of jesus he taught him the role of our baptism in view of christ's death so when he now saw water he was able to match the two together and say look here is water what stops me from being water baptized and again i am seeing a man with a heart of humility he was willing to be stripped off he didn't care whether he was a rich man or a man in government as far as concerned he's found a personality that was greater than he so he said what stops me not even my position will stop me from being baptized and in verse 37 and philip said if thou believest with all thine heart thou mayest and he answered this is the utopia eunuch now he answered and said i believe that jesus christ is the son of god are you seeing a a seeking heart he found what he was seeking for then he said i believe i believe that jesus christ is the son of god and verse 38 this Ethiopia eunuch commanded the chariot to stand still and they went down both into the water both philip and the eunuch and he baptized him 
verse 39 and when they were come up out of the water the spirit of the lord caught away philip that the eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing the quest of his heart was met he wasn't seeking religion he was seeking for the son of god and philip pointed him to christ and he received christ he came all the way from ethiopia to jerusalem what he was seeking for he could not get it in the temple and god saw his heart it was in the heart of god to see this man return back to ethiopia empty-handed so god packaged philip and sent philip on his way and the ethiopia eunuch himself was humble enough to accept the gift of god in philip and he received the word he accepted christ and he was water baptized and in verse 39 the bible says philip was caught away since the job of philip was finished and then we are told that this man went on rejoicing he was glad he was happy why his desire was met his heart received what his heart was seeking for you know isaiah 45 verse 19 says i have not spoken in secret in the dark place of the earth i said not unto the seed of jacob seek ye me in vain no whenever god calls us to seek him whenever a heart calls out to god whenever we seek god i tell you he respond he never calls anyone to seek him in vain in jeremiah 33 verse 3 it says call on me and i will answer and i will show you great and mighty things that you know not as i'm rounding up this particular series i want to challenge you have you someone who is speaking into your life have you someone who is helping you to understand the christian journey are you in a community of sisters who are walking together in christ jesus is your heart seeking to know god the more or are you content and satisfied where you are this utopia eunuch do rich do a noble man do a great man yet a man that was seeking for a greater riches seeking for something greater than the earthly riches and his heart was not disappointed his thirst was quenched by god and i am praying that after this series you will reach out to someone to journey with you in your journey of faith do feel free to contact us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five there is a yonder for you in your christian work there is a depth of god that you have not yet access and there is a depth of god that i have not yet access and as you cry out for help i am sure god himself is more than able to send women on your way to send people on your way who will help you to grow in your faith Amen. I